This is BFF. But first, Faith. What's up, guys? Welcome back to BFF. It's Matilda here. And this is Steph. And you guys, I'm in such a freaking good mood right now because <laughs> you're like, what the heck? Because I was just talking about how I didn't have dinner. I had like random snacks and I wanted cereal. And Matilda was like, do you want to go to Ralph's after to get cereal? And now we're doing it and I'm so excited. Wow, I had no idea that put you in such a good mood. <laughs> I just love cereal at night. So yeah, that's all I have to say. <laughs> End of podcast. So today's episode is going to be all about conflict and broken friendships, that sort of thing, just diving into our experiences and our advice, all of that. But before we get started, I think we should talk about our challenge from last week. So our challenge was to pick something you're insecure about and turn it into something you like, or it doesn't have to be like you necessarily like it, but you see it in a different way now. So do you have anything, Steph? Well, so I know our last episode was about insecurity and the goal of the challenge was to combat insecurity. So, I did not necessarily do that exact thing, but I what? did... Well, like, it's like... Because I think we gave options, right? We had two options. Is it yeah, but bad? we decided we were picking this okay. option. Well, I like to go against the tide, and I chose the other option, which was just to speak to yourself as if you would be speaking to a friend, and, like, don't view yourself like you would... Oh, I can't talk right now. I'm just, like, so it excited about be- cereal. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so you gave yourself positive affirmation and speaking to yourself like you see a friend. Right. Correct. So today I was at work and if you guys didn't know, we both just started new jobs a couple of weeks ago. So far so good. Um, but I had a call today with a client and I was super nervous for the call yesterday. I had a mock call with my boss just to run through the script and like make sure everything was set to go. But today I had the actual call at like 1130. So by the time 11.22 rolls around, I was literally, like, shaking at my desk, and I was like, I need to do something about this. Like, I have too much adrenaline. So, I kid you not, I go to the bathroom, and I start doing jumping jacks in the bathroom. You did? And I'm like, if someone walks in, I'm going to look literally psycho. <laughs> and then, I've never done this, and I know people do this as a joke, but I was like, all right, I'm going to try it out. I looked in the mirror, like, into my eyes, and I was like, you got this. And I was like, I am in charge. Like, I can do this. I'm confident. <laughs> and I kid you not, the call went so well, and I was really? so confident myself. I love that you did that. Oh my gosh, I wish I walked in on you. <laughs> I know. I felt like I was in a movie. It's like nobody actually does this. Yeah. But I tried it, and I literally felt... I don't know. I was so hyped up. Wow. I'm going to do that next time so. I have to talk to a client. <laughs> yeah. So what did you do for the challenge? Um, well, I did the actual challenge. The All right. Matilda. <laughs> the one that we were supposed to do. So um, I picked something I'm insecure about, which is my acne. I feel like that's, I don't know, like I just always hate my acne. It's just not something super great that I am like, wow, how pretty I have <laughs> red dots on my face. Um, but weirdly enough, I was looking at myself the other day and just looking in the mirror and I was thinking like it almost, this sounds so weird, but it almost looks like freckles. Like it's almost like, um, it's just not as boring as your traditional plain face. I was like, well, it gives me a little coloration, like just a little something unique. And under my makeup, I feel like it kind of worked. I don't know. I was just like trying to turn it around. No, 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 no. That's good. And Honestly, just, like, with the whole thing we were talking about earlier with, like, seeing people or seeing yourself the way you would see other people, like, have you ever looked at somebody and been like, oh, my gosh, like, that they're zen not- on their face? Like, I literally could care less. <laughs> yeah, and also it's crazy because I see other people who are really pretty and they might have, like, a couple blemishes or whatever, and I'm like, yeah. oh, they're still so pretty, like, that's unfair. And then I'm always like, oh, once I don't have acne anymore, then I'll be pretty. But I'm like, that's so stupid, like... I think I can still look good now. Like, I don't want to have that. 
I don't know, mindset. So just all about switching it up. Nice. Well, I'm proud of you. That's Thank so good. Thank you. Moving right along to highs and lows. Want to kick it off? I do. I hate to be such a Debbie Downer, but I was thinking in the car, I was like, wow, I have, I could give like 10 lows. Oh. <laughs> just like, it's mainly just because I'm sick right now and it just makes everything seem like so much harder and so much longer and like so tiring. I don't know. I just like, my whole head is spinning, but um, that would be my low is just feeling sick. And then I also had a mental breakdown like the night before my job started. Steph knows it was <laughs> not super fun to be around, but um, I like convinced myself that I got pink eye. I on the shower, like all of our water at our apartment was cold. I had to take a cold shower and I was worried about work. And then of course I get sick after that. So that's my long low. But on a high note, um, the this past week I went to Malibu because we used to live there and I was just like hanging out on the beach and I was tanning for a while and I finished my book and it was just like such a good relaxing day. That's the best thing is like going back to somewhere where you used to live and realizing that you kind of took it for granted like yeah, living like in Malibu treating it like a vacation yeah, yeah I was like wow Malibu like this is great whatever and now when I drive through Malibu I'm like oh my gosh I used to live here right <laughs> like, what? I know it was just so nice being on the beach and uh just chilling I wanted to mention too about your lows first of all oh. I totally get that it's like a series of little things added up just destroy everything exactly. number one number two with the whole shower situation literally you guys it was awful like it wasn't even like oh the shower is kind of lukewarm this sucks like bummer it was genuinely an ice bath and it was probably the worst thing ever so we ended up calling the plumber the plumber takes like three days to get here and i guess we had turned off a switch <laughs> at our apartment because we we're literally so dumb so contrary to matilda i wrote two highs for this week because this week was just very good in my opinion Aww. um first of all we had a housewarming party last weekend yes last weekend mm -hmm. so much fun we had a bunch of people over and i thought we were gonna get a noise complaint because i think there were like 30 of us, 20 of us, and we're on the second floor in our and apartment building. never had anything in here before. Like, we've yeah. never really had that many people over before. So, yeah, I was kind of nervous about that. But literally, like, I swear nobody lives in our apartment building. Like, no peep from upstairs, no peep from downstairs. Like, we were just chilling, having a good time. I enjoyed it. I had so much fun. That was a blast. And then my other high, I played beach, beach volleyball. <laughs> I played beach volleyball with some of my coworkers. Uh, last Wednesday, Thursday or something in Santa Monica. It was so much fun. Like That feels like months ago. I don't know why. It does. <laughs> I know. It really feels so long ago, but it was such a good time and I didn't know I liked volleyball. I kind of suck at it, but it's really fun. I love so. that. Wow. You just, we balance each other out. I'm the negative. You're the positive. Yeah, it's like a little yin-yang action. So <laughs> anyways, let's get into our topic of the day. So broken friendships and conflict. I feel like first we should start with conflict because that kind of leads to the broken friendships. Right, yeah. Unless like all of a sudden it just disappears. So conflict, I know we both have super, super different ways in which we handle conflict. Not saying one's better, one's worse, even though mine's 100% worse. Oh but <laughs> how do you handle conflict? So I'm very confrontational. I feel like anybody who has met me or is friends with me just knows this because I am not afraid to tell you like if something's bothering me or if I just have a problem or like vice versa like I want you to come to me and I'll talk about it so I'm just very like straight up yeah and for me I hate tense and awkward conversations like conversations with people just freak me out unless they're completely easygoing and chill just like anything that has slight drama in it terrifies me <laughs> so I try to avoid conversation at all costs and I like to sweep things under the rug sometimes that negatively impacts me down the line because I like bottle up my feelings or like any resentment and then it all just like explodes and then I lose everything so 
you know, it's tough. But I'm trying to work on being a better communicator. That has been my goal of, like, the last couple weeks, so. Also, something that I think is important is just realizing that everybody has a different conflict style and then, like, adapting. Not saying you have to change your ways, but, like, if somebody really doesn't like that, then don't force them to have that conversation, but also, like, try to keep it open in small ways. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you have to push me to open up a little bit. Yeah. And at the same time, you would know with me not to be, like, entirely 100% blunt. Like, you can be, like, 85%. Yes, yeah. Because I'm, like, a sensitive person. I don't know. I was, like, thinking about that the other day. I was, like, am I a sensitive person? And I kind of think I am. You like, are? I take things pretty personally. Yeah, you are, but in certain times, I feel like you're not at all. It's very, like, yeah. sporadic. It's weird, yeah, because, like, in general, I barely ever cry. Like, I'm not one of those girls that cries at everything, and, like, I'm not very emotional, but I do take things personally, but I don't let it show. Yeah, exactly. You don't outwardly, I would never outwardly be like, wow, she's so sensitive and, like, really shows her emotions a lot, so. Yeah. So that's just kind of how we deal with conflict. I don't know which one's better. I feel like it's always better just to be honest and get it out right off the bat, but I feel like a balance is, uh, you know, ideal. Healthy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So just, I guess my question for you, Matilda, is just like in your life, where have you struggled the most with like broken friendships? Do you have a specific story or just like a phase in your life or what's the deal? I hate to say this, but I really notice a pattern in my life where I become super duper close with a friend and then I lose that friendship, like cold turkey. It's not even just like I become close and then we grow apart. It's like I just suddenly this sounds so bad, but like, I'm just not interested anymore. Or like, I guess it becomes to the point where because I was so, so invested, then like I end up losing my other friend. It's kind of like I put all my eggs in one basket and then it turns out to be a negative thing for both of us. Um, so I think something I have to improve upon is just like getting to know people a little better before I like go all in. So I had this friend in college who we literally did everything together. Like we were so, so close. And I just realized like we honestly weren't very compatible. And I think mainly it was because she was super duper interested in partying. And I was at the beginning of freshman year, but then I realized like there was just a lot more to life and to college. And it just became hard to stay friends with her if that was the only thing we had in common. And I felt like mad at myself for not sticking with the friendship because I was like, wow, I'm not loyal and I'm not being a good friend. But it was also like I would only be staying in that friendship for her. And I just felt like I wasn't growing as a person and I also couldn't change her. Have you ever felt that way before where you want to be a good person and you want to be committed to them, but you also don't want to just like lose all your morals and values just to hang out with them. Yeah. Okay. So I have two things I want to say in response to that. Number one, I love what you said about not being able to change people because I think that's something so often that I like, I fall for that trap and I feel like so many girls fall for that with guys too. And you think this guy's going to change for you and you can change him. It's like almost wanting this power to change a guy. And yes, like, exactly. And can't. the hardest part with that too is I think the reason I think it can be true is because I hear these couples who are like, he used to be an F boy, but now he's with me. And it's not to say that he didn't change for that girl, but it's not that she made him change. It's that he wanted to change. And are you hearing these stories in like books and movies or like, do you know <laughs> actual friends? Cause I'm like, it just doesn't happen. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Um, but I feel like you can't, like, if a person changes, it's on their own will and it's not yours. Yeah, you have to want to change. So yes. it's not, like, directly your impact. Like, yeah, sure, maybe you could influence it, but, like, you can't entirely change someone. Um, but the other thing I was going to say is, like, 
something that really differentiates you and I is that you're super, super open to everybody. And I think that's why sometimes you will fall out of friendships faster because like you were saying, like you'll find something that you bond over and then become friends with them based off of that. Versus in my head, I go through this entire like vetting process where I like <laughs> make sure their personality like aligns with mine. Like make sure we mesh before I get close to that person because I'm like very guarded and careful with my decisions. And so because of that, like I haven't necessarily had that issue. But at the same time, it's like you are so more so much more open to a wide array of people that I probably would have never talked to you. And I admire that so much about you. So I feel like it like they both have their pros and cons. Also. Right. Like same with right. the conflict thing. It's. Just yeah, no, thanks. I, I get what you're saying, and I like to think that, that it's, if I see someone, I'm just like, wow, they're cool, or, like, they have this unique feature about them, but it probably, and not to say you shouldn't be friends with them, but it's, friendships do take a lot of work and a lot of commitment and trust, so I think if you're going to become, like, 100% all-in friends, maybe you just get to know them a little more first instead of, I don't know, just, like, going to 10 million parties with them just to be their friend. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I kind of know this story, but do you think you could tell people stuff about just a broken relationship that you faced in college and like how you dealt with it? Yes. So there's one that comes to mind. I was best friends with this girl, like obviously more best friends, you know, but she was like one of my really, really good friends, Um, probably like sophomore and junior year. And then that also got cut off cold turkey. Um, So... I don't know. I wanted to preface this by reading. I don't know if you guys know what the Enneagram test is. Have you ever taken that? Yeah, we took it together. We did? You like literally asked me the question so that I could take it. Oh, I did. I did. I did. Okay, sorry. (laughs) My memory sucks. Anyways, I'm a type two on the test and I pulled up a thing about it and it says, um, they're well-meaning and driven to be close to others, but can slip into doing things for others in order to be needed. And I feel like that's literally me. Like I'll find my value so often and like people appreciating the things I do for them. And I kind of feel like that's what the relationship was based on. Like, at the beginning, it was a really, really great relationship. And, like, we had a lot of fun together. We were friends. I sound like we were, like, dating. (laughs) But one of my friends. Um, But then further down the line, like, I didn't realize it until necessarily after the fact. But I was just putting so much into it and not getting anything in return, which I feel like at a certain point, like, you have to be selfish and take a look back at yourself and realize that you're not getting anything out of the relationship and it's not benefiting you in any single way. And I was just doing so many things to help her and make her life better. And I wasn't getting that in return, which kind of sucked. And then on top of that, one time when I just like slightly called her out for it, she just like completely dropped me. And then I ended up calling and I left her like a 15 minute voicemail and was just like, like, I honestly felt like I hadn't really done anything wrong, but I was just apologizing because I cherished the friendship so much. Um, And then she just like completely ghosted me and it was not chill at all. I don't know. I think I learned a lot from it and... First of all, I realized like what I want in a friendship, but also um, just in general, realizing that I can't let people walk all over me because I feel like that happens with Enneagram twos, like just trying yeah. to always help other people and like not taking a second to look back at yourself. Like I totally didn't realize it was happening until after the fact and reflecting back on the friendship. I was like, oh my God, that was so unfair. Like that whole totally, thing. Yeah. And I feel like for both of us, it's hard because we're both the type of people who are, we really admire like selfless and humble people and people who just do so much for others but then there's only so far like that shouldn't be that should be a good thing and a sacrificial thing that you do for human beings but not like for your friend like you should be able to help your friends but it shouldn't be like a sacrifice you yeah. Know? yeah 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 I felt like I was sacrificing all of my time I was kind of looking at this from like an after the fact sort of perspective just because I was like going off my personal experience and I'm like all right I'm probably never gonna be friends with her again so like let's think about how to you know go down the line from there and 
at this like this is a while ago so i moved on from it now but at the time i was really upset um so i decided to look up some verses about forgiveness because i feel like as cliche as it sounds in christianity like it, or not cliche but you know what I mean? like it's always talked about and you're just kind of like yeah forgiveness like that's great but when i actually truly embraced it it literally changed the game for me so the first thing is from matthew 18 and it's verses 21 and 22 then peter came up and said to him lord how often will my brother sin against me and i forgive him as many as seven times jesus said to him i do not say to you seven times but 70 times seven so just like always be forgiving other people it's so freaking hard and like I don't know. So I was looking at biblical forgiveness verses and quotes, and then I was looking on Pinterest at different forgiveness quotes. And like the complete difference is that in a biblical standpoint, it's saying to forgive people just because like out of grace, it's like a gift. And we're just taking that forgiveness that we get that we don't deserve from God and like transferring that to other people versus on Pinterest. Like, yeah, it's empowering, but it was a completely different vibe. It was like, even if the person doesn't forgiveness, do it because it'll bring you peace. And like, yes, that's so, so true. And like, that's kind of selfishly why I wanted to do that. But like, I feel like there's just such a different reasoning behind whether you're forgiving that person solely for yourself or like, yeah, to bring peace for yourself, but also just because that's what we're meant to do. You know what I mean? I definitely get what you're saying because it's from a biblical standpoint, it's saying like God gave us forgiveness and he is constantly forgiving us and has this overwhelming grace for us. So that's what we should do to others. And it's not just like, I'm going to forgive because I want to feel good. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of just a different, um, it's also, I think, yeah, it's so hard because I feel like forgiveness is such a hard concept, you know? Um, cause it's not necessarily like you're happy with what they did or you're okay with it. It's just, that you can forgive them you can still think it's wrong though you know yeah you can still absolutely think it's wrong and like no you deserve better but I think it's also just a matter of like not wanting them to suffer down the line and I was seeing other bible verses about this too where it's like you don't want their futures to go downhill and like that's part of it is like you want them to do well in life and like be happy for them I guess it's just like knowing that you're not going to be a part of it yeah and that's so hard to grasp but I kind of think that's a lot of what it is and I don't know it's tricky yeah for sure um one verse that I absolutely love I just I love Romans 12 like everything in there is great um I mean I'm not saying like that's the only part of the bible <laughs> I like okay anyways um Romans 12 21 says don't be conquered by evil but conquer evil with good and I think this is just like it kind of ties to the forgiveness part and also conflict because it's so easy to be like, I want to get back at them or I want to, um, or like that they deserve that, you know? But I just feel like we have no right to put evil or like negative in a person, you know? Yeah. That's what I was trying to say too about like not wanting the best for them ultimately. Yeah. Same kind of thing, like not wanting vengeance for them. And it's yeah. so hard because it's like, they hurt me we want to hurt them but that's just like our tendencies and like that's not exactly good, but it's so hard to get rid of that thought yeah then something else i saw which is just kind of along the same lines is everything said forgive others as quickly as we expect god to forgive us that is so true yeah and i think there is such a um what's it called like a stigma or a yeah. um assumption i think in christianity where it's like if i do something bad like i'll be forgiven and it's not to say you won't be but it's like that's work and when you think about it in the human work it's like it takes so much time and so much energy to forgive and so 
we should do that so freely just like God does. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking about this actually in a Bible study I went to and it was like, oftentimes people assume that Christians think that just because they're forgiven, that means they can do whatever the heck they want and like they'll be forgiven for that. But I feel like once you actually enter into the mindset of Christianity, at least how it is for me, it's like you don't necessarily want to act that way. And it like kind of intrinsically holds you back from doing those things maybe um yeah, as opposed to I just agree. like thinking all of a sudden I'm free to do whatever like it's not like that where it's just like a get out of jail free card if you're in that relationship with God why would you want to do anything that displeases him and yeah. um it should be kind of the same way for your friends you know like yeah. why would you want to I mean if you have a healthy relationship you obviously wouldn't but if you're in some type of conflict I think it's important to give that forgiveness so you can Move forward. Should we move on to just, like, tips and different advice yes, for conflict? Yes, totally. Um, so, as we were talking about putting so much into someone else when they only give you a little bit, one thing, one of my biggest tips, and this can go from everything from a friendship to a, like, romantic relationship, but don't put a thousand percent, a hundred percent in whatever the percentage is when someone only gives you, like, ten percent because... It's really not worth it. And it's like tying what we were saying at the beginning together. Like people aren't going to change and that, yeah, maybe that percentage will balance a little bit. Like they'll add 10%, you'll subtract 10%, whatever. But like, it's not all of a sudden going to go from like 80, 20 to 50, 50. Oh, unless some miracle happens. You know what I mean? And so it's like having to recognize that off the bat and make the best decision for you. And maybe you're the 20%. Maybe you're realizing that you have to step up your game and get there and it's hard, but I think it's so important to have balance and like a two-way street. Vibe. Yeah, and I think it's okay to have the mindset that not every relationship or friendship is going to work because as you are stuff like you're someone who wants to make things better and wants to make things right and it's so hard for you to decide that you're not going to be friends with someone anymore. But going off of that, it's you decided that you weren't going to be friends with this person anymore and that was what was best for you. So it's like yeah. I just want to tell you guys it's okay to end a friendship like it's not going to be the end of the world. If it's toxic or if it's bad, just do it. I feel like that's everything for this episode. Like my tips, because normally we do tips at the end, but I feel like mine were kind of scattered just throughout. Slash, I was just ranting the entire time. No, 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 no. You had good tips. Thank I you. took a lot. I took away. I had a takeaway. What was your takeaway? <laughs> my takeaway was that it's okay to realize that know. was your own takeaway that's what you said Matilda you need to take away from what I said <laughs> well I took away from you that it's okay to just like put yourself out there and be friends with the random people but just like be cautious with it and don't put all your eggs in one basket like you said but also don't be afraid to cut people out if it's what's for the best mm-hmm. well the biggest thing I took away from you actually now that I think about it is that forgiveness is from a God standpoint is so much different than just forgiving because I want to feel better about myself. Yeah. Hope you guys liked the episode. Um, Friendships are fun and we're by no means perfect at it, but we're just trying our best. Yes, we Um, really are. We're also so lucky. I cannot get over what a good friendship we have. I know. It like literally is scary. I'm like, should we get married at this point? (laughs) It honestly blows my mind. Like, Not to say that I don't have other good relationships because I have so many other, like, great best friends, but you're, like, the ultimate best friend. 
But it's just like when I have other conflicts or whatever, I'm just like, wow, Steph just get like I don't know how it's just so I easy know. with our friendship. It was like, literally destiny. We were like placed together in third grade, and they were like, this is the perfect friendship. Um, it was indeed. But yeah, also let us know if you guys want to hear an episode about dating slash like romantic relationships because I feel like that'd be fun, and especially in the culture that we're in, like hookup ghosting For culture. Sure. Like, man, it's tough out there. Oh, it is. Yes. Um, do you want to talk about the challenge for next week? I do. Um, So Steph came up with this challenge, but it's a really cool one. And it's to think about your favorite quality um, in your best friend and manifest that into yourself. Is that what it is? That's what I was thinking. Like when I was coming up with this, I was like, what do you value in your friendships? And I was like, I really value that with you, you're super open and honest. And you know, like we were talking about this earlier. So I'm like, I'm going to try and manifest that in myself this week and just see how it goes. Wow, I could learn a lot from you. So. I know, I'm just going to like spill my heart out. Like, I hate you, Matilda. <laughs> no, but I really, um, I feel like you have so many good qualities that I'm excited to manifest Aww, into myself. Thanks, gal. Well, we love you guys so much. Please, please subscribe to our podcast. Hit us up on Instagram because I don't know how to talk to people via podcast. Like, I genuinely don't understand if there's comments. So, like, please just DM us because <laughs> I don't get it. Yes, for sure. Our Insta is Steph and Matilda. And we'll talk to you guys on there. All right. We love you guys so much. And we hope you have a good rest of your week. Love you. Bye, Bye. guys.